Welcome to Mindless Digital, where we talk about stuff, have fun, and nothing ever gets done. Enjoy. Imagine waking up like at two o'clock in the morning and your heart is just racing and pounding in your chest. It keeps getting faster and louder. And you also have this flutter in your stomach. And you're thinking, what's going on? What's happening to me? It just keeps getting louder and louder and faster and faster. And your heart is just racing and it's growing faster and louder by the minute. So you get up out of bed and this panic just sets in. You get this warm, tingly feeling all over your body. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to what to say. You don't know how to act. You don't know what's happening. Do you go to the emergency room? Do you wait it out? You feel lightheaded? You feel like you're going to pass out? What happens? What do you do at this time? Well, for me, that was my first introduction to anxiety. What's up, guys? This is Dave, the Mindless Digital Podcast. I'm back. Took a little break, a couple of weeks. Had some stuff going on, you know, with the family, work. My kids started football practice. And uh, he was going to practice every day of the week after after work or after school. So I'd meet up with him there and we'd get home close to 8 o'clock and I would just beat. So it's like, it's time for another episode. So this one, I'm going to talk about something a little bit heavier than what I normally talk about. Because I don't, I honestly, I don't really get too heavy and, and I do that for a reason. Because... I like my my podcast to to entertain and educate along the way if there's something to learn or something to pick up. You know, I'll share my experiences, my stories of, of me throughout my life. And, you know, I'll try to be as honest as I can without sharing too much information. And not so much because I don't want to, but because of other people in, in my uh in my family. They're not as open about their lives as I am. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that to them. So I will share what I can. And so, but for, for me, this started like in 2010, my last son, my youngest son had just been born and I'd never had anything like that happen to me before. And, and it actually started a little bit more sooner than that it was a little bit more subtle actually um i remember one day i was driving to work i was on i-45 one of the busiest freeways one of the worst freeways here in houston texas and uh i had my son he was i don't know a few months old three four months my wife had already gone back to work so i was taking him to my mother-in-law's house because she was the one that was babysitting him so I was going to drop him off and then head into work. And, of course, he's 
in the back seat, in the um, car seat, strapped in, and probably asleep because he wasn't making any noise. And I remember this really, really clearly because I was driving, had the radio going, and it was still kind of dark. It was like 6 o'clock in the morning, right? Middle lane, traffic is just on either side of me. And it's moving, but it's moving slowly. And then all of a sudden, I get this warm, tingling sensation over my body. And I have no idea what it is. It's just out of the blue. And it's like my heart starts racing, right? And I was feeling a, a little lightheaded. But I, was, I wasn't I was a full-on panic. It was just one of those things like, damn, what's going on? What is that? And uh, it crept up on me. And it got worse. And then I was really starting to panic then and it's like oh shit I, I gotta get out of traffic I got I gotta get out I felt like I was suffocating in the car I couldn't breathe and uh, I couldn't get over because of traffic it's like shit even if I get over what am I gonna do wake the kid up and then walk around till it blows over so I uh funny enough I popped in one of my favorite podcasts, which was uh, Burt Kreischer's uh, podcast, The Burt Cast. And, um, you know, I was a big fan of his comedy. I was a big fan of uh, his podcast. So that helped me deal with it. It kind of it calmed me down. And so it's like, okay, I got through it. And I was telling my wife about it. And this is what happened. What'd you do? What were you, what were you eating? What were you drinking? It's like I, I wasn't doing anything that I would normally do. I was just driving to work through traffic and trying to make my way to your mom's house to drop off, you know, the baby. And it's like, okay. So, she says, is that the first time it's happened? It's like, yeah. It never happened before that I can remember. Or that I even recognize, I should say. Because it could have, and I just dismissed it. Maybe it wasn't as bad. And so, it could have been there already. I could have been dealing with it, but because it wasn't like it was that particular day, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't associate it. I didn't put two and two together. So, it was like, okay. So, I just kind of didn't think about it. I said, well, that happened. Maybe it won't happen again couple of weeks later same thing I'm driving baby's in the back in the car seat going to work stuck in traffic a second episode just as bad and I'm freaking out again so this time I'm already listening to podcasts so I go to Bert the Bertcast and I put on an episode and you know I, I still have my wits about me but it's I'm trembling you know my, my breathing is kind of labored. Um, I don't have chest pains, but I could feel my heart, you know, pounding in my chest. And just having the warm, tingly sensation over my body and the fluttering in my stomach. All of that was there. It was all there and hitting me all at the same time. And just, it was just making me turn inside out. I just didn't know what was happening. And, um... So I told my wife again, and she says, you think maybe you should go see a doctor or something? 
And it's like, I don't know. She said, do you think it was you were having a heart attack? I said, I have no idea. I was like, but it was not good. It was not a good situation. And the scariest part was the fact that I had my son with me in the car. You know, baby, newborn. What if I passed out? What if, what if what if I passed out while I was driving and you know I had a automobile accident? That scared the shit out of me. So it's like, yeah, I think maybe I should go see the doctor. So um, in the meantime, she sets me up with an appointment, and of course I can't get in right away. So then that morning happens. Two o'clock in the morning. I just wake up. And immediately, I got that warm sensation. The warm tingling all over my body. I got the fluttering in my stomach. The chest pounding. The heart racing. Just trying to just jump through my, my chest. And full on panic. Worse than what it was in the car. You know? I had no idea what it was. Still. And I get up, my wife's still asleep. I try not to wake her up, I'm just walking around. I go to the kitchen, go grab some water, take a drink, sit at the edge of the table, or at the edge of the bed, I should say. I'm taking sips of water, trying to calm myself down, it's not working. I'm walking around, walking around, it's like, am I gonna have to go to the emergency room? What's, what's happening, am I gonna pass out? I had no idea what was happening. So I jump in the shower. I jump in the shower thinking, well, maybe this will calm me down. Maybe this will make me feel better, you know. And at the very least, if I have to go to the the emergency room, I'll be showered and I can get dressed. I'm not all funky and shit. That's what I thought about. And so, not that I was funky, but, you know, at least I'd be fresh. And uh, so I took a shower and I kept, you know, got put some shorts on a t-shirt kept drinking my water and I'm just pacing around pacing around and little by little it kind of dissipated it kind of went away the sensations died down and I was back to normal so I went and laid down and my wife never knew about it until the morning when I told her that morning she woke up and I told her what had happened she says, you really got to go see the doctor. And I was like, yeah, I really got to go see him. I'm not sure what's happening. And um, it happened again, right? Same thing, waking up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's just a full-on panic. This time I wake her up and I was like, I don't know. I think I think... I think I think I gotta go to the emergency room. I just I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. My mind was racing just as fast as my heart. It, it was I I was it was more of a panic this time around than the last time. Even though I'd already experienced it, because it was driving me nuts. It was driving me crazy. I didn't know I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to react. You know, it had never hit me like that before. I had never experienced anything like that before, so I didn't know how to handle it. So again, I jump in the shower, you know, I put some t-shirts, a t-shirt and some shorts on, I, you know, sipping water this time around again, 
Only this time, I don't feel like I can go back to sleep. I was like, I'm, I'm, I was kind of scared to go back to sleep. What if I have a heart attack in my sleep and I never wake up? That's what I was thinking. That's the kind of thoughts that are going through my head. I think, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. I think I'm dying. Something's going on. It's got to be bad. And I really literally thought that because my dad had bypass surgery in his 50s. Even though this happened in my 40s, it's like, well, maybe it's hitting me earlier. And that was the thought. That was the panic that set in. That was the the mental or the uh, uh, emotional panic that set in because the physical and the mental panic was already there. So instead of going trying to go back to sleep, I get back in bed and I watch a little bit of TV. And sure enough, the TV put me to sleep. Woke up the next morning and it's like, man, I was wore out. It 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 really took its toll on me that day. And so, um, finally went and saw the doctor. My wife went with me because she was concerned and. Uh, I had already given the doctor the history. And so he had that to go on. And then he, he says, um, let me ask you a couple questions. So he starts asking me questions about being irritable, about uh, stress, anger, you know, things like that. And it was like everything he che- he asked me, it was yes, yes. It all checked Yes, my wife was answering for me because on some of them, it's like I did not realize that I was reacting that way or that I was having those types of reactions to certain situations. So he says, oh, this is this is simple. This is easy. He says, you're having anxiety attacks. There's panic attacks. Put it simply. I was like, but why? He says, I don't know. We don't know. People just start with anxiety sometimes later on in life in their 40s. It happens often to, to people. And there's no real reason why it happens to individuals. It just, it just, it just hits you. He says there could be some certain triggers, you know, like stress and, you know, um, you know certain situations. But... The biggest thing you have to remember is that it's just your body fighting and do not go to the emergency room because they're going to run all kinds of tests on you and they're not going to find anything and they're just going to tell you, oh, you're having anxiety and you're going to be stuck with this big emergency room bill for the chest x-ray, for the EKGs, for the blood work, for the doctor visit and everything else. He says, so don't. Don't let it scare you thinking that you have to go to the emergency room. It's like, okay, so what do I do? So you just got to learn how to handle it, how to deal with it. You know, he says, I'm going to prescribe some medication and make sure you take it on the regular basis. And uh, it, that should help you, you know, relax and, and, and deal with with the the panic attacks and so I started taking it and uh, started reading up on it and from what I remember in my research is the panic attacks 
is your body's fight or flight system, basically. You know, when you get amped up and um, you get a lot of the adrenaline in your body, that's sort of the reaction that anxiety is. But what's happening is there's no real reason for you to be in that flight or fight mode. The body just reacts that way. It starts dumping a whole bunch of adrenaline in, in your system and it overtakes you. So basically what you have to do is try to manage that. Try to calm your fears, to calm yourself down. And the best way of doing it is by uh, surrounding yourself with something that's familiar, something that's calming to you. And that's why when, when I put in the Burtcast podcast, didn't matter what episode it was, it was something that I enjoyed and it calmed me down. It could have been just the fact that I enjoy listening to the podcast. It could have been his voice. It could have been just the fact that, you know, he was telling a good story or had an interesting um, guest. You know, something that you enjoyed. And that's what you have to learn to do is, is to manage it. Don't let it overcome you. Stay on the meds. Even though the meds are like... Uh, what's the word? It's, it's like... It's like when you t- if you tell people that you're taking the meds, it's like, oh, you don't need that. It's almost like they dismiss it. Like, oh, you're full of shit or whatever. But the meds keep you straight. And even though I, I t- tell people this, I don't like taking the meds because when I have to take the meds, I don't feel like myself because I'm taking medication. I, I don't feel like David because David's never had to take medication before. I'm not that type of guy. But I have to take it in order to regulate and keep myself on an even keel. Otherwise, when I do stop taking it for a couple of days, I revert back to old form and get all irritable. And then these panic attacks start setting in. Because luckily, if I have had a panic attack recently or in the past after the medication... They've been minimal. They've been really mild, mild episodes. And, and, and I can deal with that. But if I don't take my meds, then I am subject to having these larger episodes. And I am irritable. I am grumpy. I am hard to deal with. And I'm not myself. I don't feel like myself. So it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. But you're better off taking the medicine and don't worry about what anybody else is thinking or saying about you thinking that you're full of shit because you know you're having to do that if you make if you feel like it makes you better makes you cope then you take it also learn that anxiety is a form of mental illness so i kind of empathize now with those people that that have had issues with anxiety or with depression or the bipolar disorder and stuff like that. It's no joke. It's nothing to to dismiss. There are people that are actually suffering from that. And so if someone tells you that they are depressed or they're having issues and they don't feel good, make sure you lend an ear because 
you could be the last person that they talk to. Now, getting back to my anxiety, um, it's been, what, now, 10 years? Yeah, because my son's 10. And I've been dealing with it, and I've been doing pretty good. Staying on the meds, letting control. And it's not a heavy dose. It's not like I'm I'm really crazy or really nuts. But I am. I mean, I, th- I think everybody's crazy. But it's a lot easier to deal with. And along the way, if you're honest and you talk to people, a lot of my friends, some coworkers, they'll tell you they have the same problem. That and you'll you'll find that some of them are even taking meds as well. Some of them are taking the same meds that you are. So um, you're not alone. We're all in this together. It's 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 a community of people that all have the same affliction or condition, however you want to refer to it. But there's nothing wrong with it. Just deal with it. And like I said, when you're trying to handle it. Just, just look for something that's familiar. Call a friend. Call a loved one. That's what I would do also. I would call my wife. And she said, what's wrong? What's going on? I was like, oh, I'm just having a little episode. And she would stay on the phone and talk me through it. That's what they're for. That's what your loved ones are for. That's what your friends are for. Your real friends. They'll hang on the phone. It's like, hey, if you need me, I'm right here. Just talk to me. It doesn't have to be, you know... Uh, a deep conversation. You just talk about, hey, what what are you having for breakfast? What's uh, what's your day like? What 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 are your what are your plans? What are you doing this weekend? You know, just something to take your mind off of what you're dealing with and what you're feeling, and uh, it, it'll work. It'll it'll help. So, but yeah, guys, I'm back. Do another episode. Trying to put some content out there for you. Uh, I, I really hope that you guys that uh, do listen to my podcast enjoy the episodes. I know some of them are short because I just put thoughts out there. And, uh, you know, just maybe it's something that you can associate with or something you can identify with. And maybe it helps you with what you're going through or, you know, just makes you laugh or entertain you and say, ha <laughs> Dave's a nut. He's dumb. But I like him. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for the support, everybody that listens. And uh, I'll keep them coming. Later.